Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here he is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. Good day to you. How are things? Things are good. Lent is moving along, which is yes. good. <laughs> like that. You know, <laughs> I have to tell tortured. you, record numbers of people coming to church. My mm -hmm. Lord, what a great thing. I can't believe it. Well, it's a good thing. Things are up. I mean, masses are up. Like 100 people a mass up. Mm -hmm. It's great. And we have like yep. seven, eight, nine masses. It's great. That's because we're coming out of these troubled times and now people are happy. Before you needed to go to church just to get through it. Now you're going to church because you're happy you got through it. I think everybody's also in need of a little religion these days. There's a big yes. national study that just came out. said mm -hmm. a lot of people need faith. They've been saying that we need faith back in our lives. And they're returning to uh, you know formal services, which is great. Mm -hmm. Kind of need that. I, need I, good I couldn't imagine going through life without faith. Yeah, it'd be tough, you know, right? It, be tough, you right? know, I don't know what I would do without it. I really, no, you know. What a tough, man. That's the only thing, right? Only <laughs> Although, thing. Uh, you know, if I didn't have faith, then I wouldn't have to be sacrificing for Lent, and I'd be a little bit See? happier right you now. Be having, <laughs> you having gum and meat, so good for you. We're talking about commitment today. You know, the importance of commitment and being committed in this world to different things, important things, and, and like, you know, whatever your cause is, but not just that, commitment to relationships, commitment to faith, a lot of different areas of commitment, don't you think, Sheldon? Oh, yeah, there's, you know, every area that you have, if you care about it, you have a commitment to something. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not easy. There's always that call to commitment, and we are called to deepen it. And that's kind of what Lent is good for doing, to deepen that commitment we have to faith and charity. That's what it's all about. I think in, in our lives, you know, no matter who we are, mm -hmm. there's a certain uh, level of commitment. Then there's certainly like that moment where you say, oh, the heck with it. <laughs> so, and I, I think that's important to kind of, it's good to know about that, you know? It's right. good to know about that. Well, you can be committed to quitting. I mean, you can't be faulted if you try something and you commit to it and you give it your best and it just doesn't turn out to be satisfactory. And you kind of say, all right, at least you gave it a shot, you know. I said, like, I have a great doctor now. I, I'm so happy with my doctor now. I don't, I don't want to say her name on, TV, on the radio. But anyway, her, she, I go to her, and mm. she's, like, you know, very encouraging. It's a whole different way of being a doctor. Like, you know, I used to be scared of the doctor, yes. screaming at you. But this, <laughs> no yelling. But she's like, don't give up. Don't give up. You got to keep yes. going. Don't give up. Like, that encouragement, wow, what a difference that makes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of a commitment. She's committed to her profession, but she helps me to be committed to, like, like living a healthy life right. as best I can. It's kind of a cool thing. I, I'm very, very happy with that. Like in our lives, nobody responds to being yelled at really, no. right? <laughs> Not in a positive way, at least. No, anyway. even when the boss yells at you, it doesn't make anything better. I mean, I think about that all the time. I mean, you know, somebody mm -hmm. messes up or they take an easy way out and they get caught. Right. You know, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Just yell at them and chew them out? Come on. I mean, I know, like I always know. say that, like, you know better. So like, come on. Right. I can think, you know, trust we the all, people you love and all that. We all make mistakes and nobody wants to make mistakes or, or screw something up. But when it happens, you know, you got to have a little bit of compassion to it. At least you're all committed to the same goal. Well, and there are other times we make mistakes because we choose to, right? Yes. I think I'll leave at work an hour early and nobody will notice, you know, that kind of thing. I didn't want so to like, say that. Yeah, well, those kinds of things, you know, that's part of our lives too. It's called sin. And that's what Lent is good about, is kind of getting rid of the sin in our lives. So we're taking a big look today at commitment in our lives, how we can live a better life, a more committed life, and then do the right thing a little bit more. All that boils down to making us happier and, uh, and really more joyful in our mm -hmm. lives and in our relationship with God. So it's all about the gift of commitment commitment in our lives today. Don't give up, right? That's what it's all about. Here's Eric Clapton to start us off, Forever Man. Bridges I've got to cross 
There's Eric Clapton, Forever Man. You know, there are people in our lives who've walked with us forever. They've been with us since the beginning. They've been through us, with us through thick and thin. And there's something really powerful about that. You know, we recognize that about them, that they've been with us th- through it all. And there's something about being grateful to that, you know, that moment in our lives. I know somebody who was celebrating an anniversary in um, AA recently, and he said to me, you know, my sponsor has been with me since the beginning. It's my 30th anniversary. He's been with me for 30 years. That's a tremendous, tremendous gift and a tremendous commitment to help one another, to be there for one another. We have that in so many areas of our lives, right, where people sort of are those coaches in our lives, friends that we make who just stand with us through thick and thin, of course, spouses. Those kinds of things make a huge difference in our lives, and we are meant to be connected to other people. You know, in the Bible, it says in Genesis, right, it's not good for the man to be alone. God understood that, and he said, yeah, I better make something else going on here because it's not going to be good for him to be alone, so he made a woman, right? That's kind of an important thing in our lives to remember, that we're here to be with one another. We're here to walk with one another, and that connectedness makes all the difference in the world, helps us in so many different ways. So commitment isn't something to run from, it's something to kind of run to, and it helps us to be stable and to really recognize God's love in our lives. Here's the pretenders, I'll stand by you. Oh, why you look so sad, the tears are in your eyes, come on and come to me. Shame to cry. Let me see you through. Cause I've seen the dark side too. When the night falls on you, you don't know what to do. Nothing you confess could make me love you less. I'll stand by you. I'll stand by you.
the pretenders, I'll stand by you. That's another very, very important part of this commitment thing, is that people who have to stand by us when things aren't so great, right? There are times when things are great and everybody kind of wants to stand by you, like when you're a big winner and, and everything's going fine. But when you're out of work or when things aren't so good or when you're a little down, you just lost somebody, um, those kinds of things are moments where we need people to stand by us. And in a sense, that's a true test of friendship and family, the people who are with us in good times and in bad, in sickness and in health. That's an important thing to say. You know, there are those people who are there that just have changed our lives for good. And there's a commitment to gratefulness, I think, that we all need to have there to recognize how important those people are in our lives and how we do that for others in their life, too, right? I can think about friends who I've been with for years, who've been friends with for years. And we've all kind of lived through bad moments individually, but we've all kind of rallied around one another in those bad moments individually, and we get through. You know, we've lost parents, we've lost friends, we've had difficult days. All of that stuff adds up and makes a huge difference. And that's part of what you and I are called to share with one another all the time. It's that commitment of friendship and that commitment of friendship and love that help us to get through it all that makes such a big difference. Here's Bob Seeger, Like a Rock. Stood there boldly, sweating in the sun. Felt like a million, felt like number one. The height of summer, I'd never felt that strong. Like a rock I was 18 Didn't have a care Working for peanuts Not a dime to spare But I was leaning Solid everywhere Like a rock hands were steady, my eyes were clear and bright, my walk had purpose, my steps were quick and light, and I held firm to what I felt was right, like a rock, like a rock, I was strong as I could be, like a rock. Nothing ever got to me like a rock I was something to see like a rock And I stood arrow straight Unencumbered by the weight of all these hustlers and their schemes I stood proud, I stood tall
20 years now Where'd they go? 20 years I don't know I sit and I wonder sometimes Where they've gone And sometimes late at night Bob Seger, like a rock, how important that is in our lives, right? I remember when Jesus was calling the um, apostles, right? He says to one, you know, your name is going to be Rock, Peter. I'm calling you that because you are the sturdy one. You're the one upon, I'm going to build the whole church. There's something important about that in our own lives, you know, that in some ways... We're called to be rock. We're called to be rock solid, to be people upon whom other people can depend, um, people who we can be dependable to. There's something important about that, to be a rock. Are you a rock in certain ways? That doesn't mean you don't have emotion. That doesn't mean you're not an emotional person. It means that we're kind of sturdy, that we're there. And I think there's something about being sturdy in this world that's good, you know? It's one thing to be friendly with people that are uh, people we want something from or need something from, but then it's about that just being there. And those are the people in our lives, wow, those rocks that makes such a huge difference and who'll be honest with us and tell us stuff that maybe nobody else will tell us but those are the things that help us to grow and the people that help us to grow today's a good day to be thankful to god for those people to offer a prayer of thanksgiving to the peters to the rocks in our life upon whom our lives are built you know they come and they go maybe those folks but while they're there boy what a great rock and what a great achievement that is in our lives here's john hyatt have a little faith in me
When the road gets dark And you can no longer see Just let my love throw a spark And have a little faith in me When the tears you cry Are all you can believe Just give these loving arms a try, baby have a little faith in me And 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 have a little faith in me When you're a cigarette of heart I cannot speak so easily Come here, darling From a whisper start To have a little faith in me And when your back's against the wall just turn around and you, you will see I will catch you, I will catch you fall, baby Just have a little faith in me And have a little faith in me And have a little faith in me Such a long time, girl Expecting nothing in return Just for you to have a little faith in me You see, time, time is our friend Cause for us, there is no end And all you gotta do Is have a little faith in me I said, uh, I will hold you up I will hold you up You love, give me strength so have a little faith in me I said, uh, hey, hey, All you gotta do for me, girl Is have a little bit of faith in me I said, uh, I said, uh Have a little faith in me. Now, certainly, again, all of these commitments and stuff take a little bit of trust. And having faith in people is something that is a bit of a leap sometimes, right? Why do we not want to get super close to people sometimes? I guess because we're afraid that they'll walk away or that they'll talk about us or tell the stories we tell. Um, and that's about having faith in people, being able to be a good judge of character, a good judge of a person's sincerity. And those things make a big difference. I think it takes some prayer, too, to be able to pray about our friends, to pray in gratefulness to God for the people who come 
come into our lives and the people who've come and gone out of our lives to recognize the power of who those people are and to have a little faith in humanity, to have a little faith in our friends and recognize the power of who these people are in our lives. They come, yeah, and they stay. And there are these honest folks who are just there for us. They love us for who we are. And that makes such a huge difference in our lives. So yeah, we recognize the power of that. The people who've had faith in us, the people who trusted us, the people who we really trust and can say something to and can call up and bounce an idea off a, or a problem off of and recognizing that they're there with us always. There's something really good about that. Next song's just about it too. This is Bon Jovi. I'll be there for you.
Bon Jovi, I'll be there for you. I remember the morning my mom passed away, you know. I hang up the phone with my dad. We're both upset, you know, and I'm I'm at my place. He's at his place. And uh, I call up my buddy, John, and the next thing you know, he's at my house, you know, and he's sitting there with me. And, you know, is he offering not much, right? And I'm not able to even be offered much. I mean, I'm not inconsolable. I knew my mom was passing, you know, and I know she's going to a better place. But just to have somebody there with you makes all the difference in the world, right? Just another person who, you know, cares about you. And there's something about that that's such an important thing in our lives, you know, that sometimes God calls us to be there for other people for a certain period of time. And there's something about that that's really good. I remember a guy asked me, one of my friends asked me one time to go visit his friend in the hospital, and he was uh, dying of brain cancer. I remember going up there. I visited him a few times. He was wearing like a football helmet or a protective helmet, and I was wearing it, taking pictures, and his buddies would come every day and bring him food and this great, great relationship, you know? And he passed away, and I remember doing his funeral. But it was about being there for him in that moment, you know, where God called me in. It's about those moments where you kind of get that call from God and said, this is the moment. Get in there. Make a difference. Be present. Help to be my wings of angels, if you will, you know, and help people through difficult times. I think that's what God calls us to, and that's an important thing for us to remember. Hey, I'm on Senior Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about commitment today. Here's Bruce Springsteen, Into the Fire. The sky was falling and streaked with blood I heard you calling me Then you disappeared into Upstairs into the fire. Upstairs into the fire. I need your kiss. Love and duty called you someplace I somewhere upstairs into the fire. May your 
Springsteen into the fire. Sometimes when we get involved with somebody, we get committed to somebody, we realize it's going to be like an into the fire kind of thing. Like we recognize that we're dealing with somebody in a difficult situation. We're dealing with somebody who has many needs or who's particularly broken in a particular way. And it's not going to be a cakewalk, right? A lot of friendships and relationships are not cakewalks. But nonetheless, commitment is an important thing, right? Even as human beings, we need to be committed. I mean, God asks us to be committed, for example, to our environment. So like if we're still throwing stuff out of our car windows at this point, Come on, right? That's crazy. Commitment talks us to be looking out for one another and to looking out for this world and be responsible with how we live our lives, right? So, yeah, we're going to jump into the fire a little bit here. It might involve us, you know, recycling. It might involve us not throwing things out our window. It might involve us living with a little bit less. Those things that kind of, you know, are not so comfortable that are kind of the into the fire moments are going to make the world a better place. And that's part of our commitment that we're called to, to kind of recognize that, you know, our faith commits us to care for the environment. The Pope is talking about that all the time. We have to be those kinds of people who are committed to making the world a better place, not just environmentally, but by our presence and the ways that we live. The next thing about commitment, boy, makes all the sense in the world. This is Green Day, Church on Sunday.
church on Sunday. Yep. Well, think about that. That's part of the commitment of faith. Can you have a commitment in faith? Why don't you have a commitment in faith? You know, you think about that. If you listen to this show right now, you have some commitment of faith, and thank God. The point of that is that, you know, yeah, we need to have some kind of commitment to a relationship with God, because that gives life meaning. It gives us the sense of, yeah, there's hope here. This is not just a hopeless life that just ends in death and in dirt, right? No, it ends in that gift of eternal life, and we recognize that. And we recognize that, yeah, the commitment of faith is such an important one because it changes life dramatically. People who don't have faith, they're living life kind of in one dimension. It's kind of black and white, right? But when we live in faith, we recognize that there's color here. There's three dimensions. There's this dimension of God in our life that's so important. And when we recognize that, it's not some kind of like pill that we take to make ourselves feel better. No, not at all. It's the challenge of how to live life with meaning, how to live life using gifts that God has given us and kind of returning them. That's a commitment that we make, the commitment of faith, and we pray that it deepens, particularly in Lent, you know, that it deepens a little bit, and by the Lenten practices that we're doing, the point we do, the reason we do a Lenten practice is and allow ourselves to deepen that Lenten commitment, our relationship with God, and hopefully things change a little bit, not tremendously, but a little bit, and we grow a little closer to that commitment and a little more steadfast in it every day. Here's Don Henley, I Will Not Go Quietly. Thought about leaving town. I 
could have died if I wanted to Slipped over the edge and drowned But oh no baby I won't give up that easy no Too many tire tracks In the sands of time Too many love affairs That stop on a dime Well oh baby Think it's time to make some change now Yeah
I will not go quietly. That's a good one because it kind of talks about the fact that, yeah, commitment also makes us to take a stand sometimes. So if you are taking a stand about something, uh, the poor, the needy, uh, for peace in this world, for peace in Ukraine, those kinds of things, maybe there comes a time where we just can't be quiet supporters, but we have to say something publicly about how we feel about things and what we think, you know, God would want from us. I don't think anybody can really go through this world absolutely quietly. At some point, we have to be what I call prophetic. Prophets were people who called out others, you know, just by the virtuous way they lived their life. I think the same thing is true for us, that we can't just go through life quietly. We have to be those people who recognize that God calls us to take a stand and to be out there a little bit. And in that being out there, you know, the commitment of others maybe gets inspired. So we have this ability to kind of inspire others to commitment by how we don't go quietly. So yeah, if it's time to take a stand, you take that stand and be proud of it because that's what God is calling you to. Here's REO Speedwagon. Keep on loving you.
REO Speedwagon, Keep on Loving You. That's that love and commitment we see in marriage. Parents to their children, children to their parents. That commitment that's sort of lifelong no matter what. A lot of you know, you know, I take care of my dad who's uh, in a nursing home. You know, there's something about that that's really beautiful to be able to see that keep on loving you, that no matter what, you know, in good times and bad and sickness and health until death do us part, that's what that kind of love is about. That kind of commitment is a beautiful example to us, right? We need that kind of commitment that it calls us to recognize that, yeah, we will keep on loving no matter what. Have there been arguments? Sure. Have there been difficult days? Of course. But we recognize that, yeah, that's the challenge. The challenge is to keep on loving the ones we're committed to so that in good times and in bad and sickness and health, you know, we kind of live that commitment. It becomes an example to others. God calls us to, to be that example because it inspires others to do the same, and that's what makes all the difference in the world. Here's Billy Joel getting closer. I went searching for the truth, but to my innocence I found All the common and their acrobats who stomped me in the ground Percentages, I know they're getting rich, but they haven't taken everything. Those paybacks are a bitch. Though I've lost quite a lot, I am still in control. They can keep what they've got, but they can't have my soul. And if
Here's Billy Joel getting closer. Well, that's part of our lives and commitment, too, that we can actually mark growth sometimes in commitment. If you think about like day one in marriage, if you think about day whatever, 500 or 1000, you know, the commitment changes. It develops in time. And there's something beautiful about that. All of our commitments develop in time if we're open to allowing God to deepen us. And that's what it's about in Lent. Allow God to deepen you so that commitments can even flow from you a little bit better. I'm hoping for that same prayer. We're all in this together. Commitment's a great thing. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaughn, and it's engineered and produced by the great Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>